Okay, hello and welcome to the first episode of What You Say in Podcast. I'm, I'm Rory, James and Bruce are here, boys say hello. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Uh, basically, we've wanted to do a podcast for a while. James and I have known each other for a long time. He moved into my house not that long ago, and uh, he had said to me that he was thinking about joining a podcast after he had had a lot of fun uh, guest starring on one of his family members' ones. Um, and I made Double Real Podcast, monthly episodes, link in the description. Plug, plug, yeah, plug, plug, plug. plug. Right. <laughs> hashtag <laughs> ad, hashtag ad. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Double Real Podcast. Um, we'll put something on the Twitter feed for you to go and watch that if you like films. Uh, basically, James said that he had a lot of fun taking part in that and he was going to start his own one and I had made a suggestion that him and I do one. Uh, and Bruce, who you've heard from, has said that he would also want to join in. So here we go, boys. I suppose that. I suppose that. Yeah. What you say- <laughs> yeah. So what are you saying? Yeah, fuck to be honest. Yeah, fuck um, I do think <laughs> the the first topic should probably be how do, how do we know each other? I suppose how how do all of us uh, come? Well, we'll get we'll, we'll get we'll get you and me out of the way because it's a very short yeah. one. Uh, Quite boring. Basically, <laughs> yeah, a boring one. Basically, uh, through the Xbox Live, James was in a party with a lot of people that I didn't know, and being the <laughs> annoying, inflammatory character that I am, I thought I'm going to join in and annoys these folk up and Bruce was obviously part of it and we got on quite well because he wasn't taking any of my shite part so basically that's how that goes unlike others unlike others I suppose yeah that's a a whole situation I don't want to get into sorry (laughs) Uh, now James James and I well I uh, I worked as a security guard in supermarket which will name nameless it's german uh the uh he, yeah james had only i think you i think it was your first shift you'd only been i think you'd only done your uh, trial shift no I'd, I'd met you and i'd done my whole you have to do like obviously like licensing training so you're allowed to sell yeah. booze and stuff and i'd met you then while you were on your tea but my actual first shift in uniform working this is when this happened so I don't know if you've been into German supermarkets, but the aisles are not very long. So the amount of time that I had known James personally was four minutes, probably when I was on my tea and just saying hello and whatever. And the amount of time it took me to walk up an aisle. Now I noticed that James had a button shirt on, <laughs> and he had no tie, but he had done all of the buttons up. Now for me, that is a terrible, <laughs> ah, terrible, terrible fashion sense. So I, I basically walked up to him and said, "I will bully you until you kill yourself unless you take unless you take that top button undone." I uh, then kept walking. That was it. That was all I said to him. And then I did a lap of the store, which is part of my job as the security guard. And when I came back, he had it undone. So that, <laughs> I think that Wait basically out. before I'm made to look like a bitch, right? I am not like a wee skinny boy. I'm above average height. Rory is just a big fucking guy. Like he's a <laughs> big fucking yeah, I was, guy. I, was, I wasn't suggesting that you were a bitch, but you know. No, but your fucking body suggested otherwise. <laughs> It could be quite intimidating. be quite intimidating when a Sasquatch walks up to you. <laughs> he's gonna be, he's gonna bully you until you kill yourself unless you undo your top bun. I can imagine. Not in a rocky mountain, he's in a supermarket in the middle of a fucking shit hole. He's been spotted. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, there was also the, the incident uh, not that not that long. Was it the same day or was it another week when I discovered that you were <laughs> that you were a vegetarian? Yeah. Oh. Well, no, to be fair, I was just on the end of becoming a vegetarian. I started being a vegetarian when I broke up with my first girlfriend and it helped me lose a lot of weight. I used to be a dummy thick boy before I met Rory. Um, and I was vegetarian because I was cutting out all the shit I was eating, and then Rory also bullied me for that. Rory is a, I swear, Rory's a nice guy, despite his first two stories no, being no, about. Don't lie. <laughs> don't lie. <laughs> nah, he's a cunt. Yeah. The first two encounters were uh, positive, I should say. Well, I mean, uh, quite a lot of the encounters that James and I have not been positive, but the good thing about it is that it's all jokes, and at least two of us, and the well, at least us three certainly, but other people that we're aware of don't have senses of humour, so. <laughs> Which is probably how I should get on to how I met Bruce, because I suppose you met Bruce through me hanging out with uh, Bruce's, should I say friendship group or old friendship group? I don't know. We won't name names. We won't name names. Acquaintances. Acquaintances, yeah. Peers. Uh, yeah, so I met Bruce. The first time I met Bruce was... Bruce hung about with Dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> I met Bruce on December the 31st, 2018 for Hogmanay. And um, <laughs> and we, I was hanging out with with those old pals. Um, <laughs> Bruce was up from where he stays. He doesn't quite stay in Aberdeen, but we were meeting up in Aberdeen to go for a night out. And the first time I met Bruce, he had no trousers on. Um, <laughs> I've got a video of Bruce. He, take, he has no trousers on and he's got to get dressed but he can't, he's got a t-shirt covering his pants but it looks like he's a little bit naked and we're all just sc- we're, in the fucking no, we're, all fucking, we're all screaming at him we're just like hey hey like because he's got he's got no fucking trousers on in front of like all of the boys we're like what are you doing put your fucking put your penis away no, um, that's I, I met Bruce. can I just clarify by the way that I did have boxers on Um, I was very half cut because it was hot today Reefs. it was my hotel room so you know what at the end of the day they're in the wrong <laughs> You're wearing white front. Shut up. <laughs> it was white on white. It was literally white on white. <laughs> no, I'm gonna get the video now. I swear it's white on black. Okay, so you'll find the video on Twitter. Now. <laughs> imagine, imagine. Yes, white on black, white on black, and you've got a hat covering your balls. Broke back Aberdeen. Well, to be fair, we shade, to be fair, nothing wrong with being gay, by the way. Just disclaimer, nothing wrong with being gay. Pump who you want. But Bruce was... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bruce was sharing a room with his pal. I can't even remember his name. Well, we can't even say his name. But he had a bowl cut. Um, <laughs> and I swear it was meant to be a double room, but there'd been an, there'd been an error in the booking system and Bruce was now sharing a bed with a boy. No, it was two singles, two singles, two singles. Nah, 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 it was two singles because I've got the video. Nah, nah, it was top to toe and then they ended up spinning. I wish I knew how to quit you. From what all I remember, all I remember from that night meeting James was, obviously I didn't know who you were, so the first time meeting you, I was doing a take the L dance in my boxes in front of you. And the fact you were still willing to speak to me afterwards, I was like, decent, this boy's got a sense of humour. No, I was like, I was good. I mean, if I if I had seen that, judging by the the other characters, I'd have probably fucking stabbed you to death. So, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I remember that was when uh, she who shall not be named and I were going through a bad time, and Bruce just put his arm around me and went, <laughs> "What did you go with Voldemort?" <laughs> to be honest, to be honest, I'd rather have gone out with Voldemort. Um, 
<laughs> Re, like you know, <laughs> because his soul was only, at least he had a soul that was split into seven pieces. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> no names. No names. No names. Because you had to kill yourself to get away from it as well. <laughs> No name. No, see, to be fair, yeah, there's no. a funny story about that, which I don't know what we'll tell this one, but that happened relatively recently between she who shall not be named and Rory. But, um... Oh, no, yeah. I'm, anyway, back to, back, back, to Bruce, back to Bruce. Back to Bruce was, uh... He put his arm around me. And you could see that I was at, like, his, she'd fucked me off that day, she'd annoyed me. And you could see, like, why are you not going out with your missus? And I went, I don't know. And he just kind of went, do you not like it or something? <laughs> 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 There's a guy being more spot on. <laughs> and, and, he, and he just went, he just went, nah, burn her, man. And then went and. <laughs> I would need to take any calls on relationship advice. Um... <laughs> Dr. <Doctor> Bruce! <laughs> <laughs> it's not Jerry Springer, it's just Bruce. <laughs> Brucey! Brucey! Oh, there was one when we went to Florida and they were watching, they were making people encounter their fears and this woman was scared of chickens so they got these two six foot guys to dress up in chicken outfits and run around the stage chasing her and shit <laughs> different planet over there man oh um, my god uh, yeah so Back to what we, uh, yes. you and Bruce. Me and Bruce. Is I there, mean, that, I, that night, I all I remember from it was I'd made a cocktail because I thought for some reason, you know what, I'll get everyone half cut. And all that ended up happening was I drank. Was this the Malibu cocktail? Uh, no, this was. No, that was. No, oh, no, 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 this was something else rotten. Yeah. So on that night of the meeting James, I made a cocktail that was 100% alcohol, but I tricked everyone into <laughs> thinking that it was 50 50. <laughs> <laughs> so basically it was slightly just off of clear so maybe going into an off-white because of the amount of alcohol that was mixed in but the slight pink oh, orange because of pink orange gin so basically there must have been probably five different bits of alcohol whether it was rum vodka tequila it was all mixed in so when people were taking like i say a shot of it it was a very strong let's put it like that shot and out of maybe what the eight people that were roughly in the hotel room, I think two people seen the bells. So six people <laughs> went out home early, which was interesting. Oh, yeah, I fucked off. So, some, some yeah, so, <laughs> so there were six people that didn't actually even end up seeing the bells. So, Mike, I, I, I've neither, never, ever, ever made a cocktail again. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, and didn't you carry someone home and now they don't speak yeah. to you again because they don't like me? Yeah, that's, that's uh, once again, that's another another topic but yeah that's the easiest way to say it no um, names no names no names he he who shall not be named it's fine it's fine i mean uh, christ there's gonna be a whole lot of that going on in, in this podcast <laughs> there's, gonna be, there's, gonna be some, there's gonna be some uh, name drops eventually i think but i mean there's there's only, much, I mean, place, need, there's only so much you can you can hide but like i say if they're listening you know you know who you are you know who suck you are. your mums <laughs> 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 um, but yeah like i say i think that for and openings how we all met at least. Um anyone got any sort of topics they want to discuss initially? Um there's a obviously right now going on in the world there's a huge importance of uh, racism and certainly I want to talk distinctly about racism in football for a start. So I'm gonna segue into something that happened with my football club, which is Rangers FC, with Glenn Kamara in the Europa League. 
it's obviously a, a big thing in Glasgow currently. Anybody listening outside of Glasgow's probably heard about it because it's big news and obviously there's racism in football all over the country. But certainly most recently there's been this thing with uh, Glasgow Rangers playing Slavia Prague uh, in Europe where allegedly, because nobody knows if it's happened, I mean for me it's pretty obvious that it's happened due to the guy's actions on the pitch and whatever. Um, but Glenn Kamara, the Rangers player, has been racially abused. Um, I believe that he was that the Slavia Plague player has been alleged to have called him a fucking monkey. Yeah, well, that's what's alleged. It's um, what's his name? The Zungu. I don't know his first name, but the other yeah, Pagani Zungu. Pagani yeah, Zungu. He, he he starts freaking out in, in the video. But what happens is the boy on on Ridge, Andre Cadela covers his mouth. Now you, you don't really need to cover your mouth. It, Unless you're like trying to hide tactics, like tennis players do in doubles, and like if you're like standing over a free kick and you're saying to the other player, "Look, we're doing this like set piece thing," he's covered his mouth when there's been a stoppage in play, and they're all standing by the uh, the uh, the line, you know, just by the dugouts. He's covered his mouth, and when he's he's kind of bumped into Glenn Kamara, what's alleged to have been said is, "You're a fucking monkey," and then Zungu starts freaking out, Kamara starts going after him, and things like that. Now, why else would you cover your mouth if you don't want the cameras to pick up that you've gone to say something racist towards the boy? Um, I don't feel like he's left himself, especially with the cameras on him. He's not left himself in a good limelight, let's put it like that. Yeah, I mean, there there was a video circulating on Twitter that I saw, um, and obviously with there being no crowds at football just now, uh, an awful lot lot of the the on-pitch... Um, audio is getting picked up by the, the the Sky TV cameras, or well, it was obviously BTE, but um, for the Europa League, basically the guy leans in and obviously with his mouth covered, and Bagani Zungu, who is not the player in question, who's been allegedly racially abused, turns around and screams at the referee. He's just called him a fucking monkey, and it's picked up on the it's picked up on the camera. Now a player who's not involved in it, has overheard the other player being racially abused. And it's quite quite evident. Audibly. Is that a word? Audibly? Audibly. Audibly. Yes, you're right. Audibly. Thank you. Uh, oh, can't spell. <laughs> Audibly, uh, but he's quite clearly overheard him. So um, it's interesting to know that there has been an investigation opened into it, but just as we were talking about but- just as I we think were talking fuck about, fuck all happen with that. Like it's one of those things where he's covered his mouth on purpose because uh, they won't take Zungu's word as as gospel. They won't take it as like you know veri- verifiable um, truth because the guy's covered his mouth. And why why would Zungu and Kamara lie? They wouldn't. We should start taking you know start you know believing when these claims come through. Whether like a lot of other things, um, you know, it's... if someone claims this has happened, why would they, what have they got to gain from make, making it up? Rangers were two 0 down at the time. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, uh, weren't they getting back into the game if this guy gets sent off anyway? Because it was in the very, was it like in like the ninety second like, minute or something? I don't think it was quite as late as that. I think it was like the eighty third or eighty fourth minute or something. Yeah. I can't remember. Rangers were playing shite anyway. Stephen yeah, Gerrard even said Rangers said they were, they, they were already they were already two men down, and they hadn't played well. And he even said like this isn't us trying to you know try and get something out of this game. It's you know, it's come down to the fact that a player's been racially abused and, you know, we that's not right. You know, I, 
and they, something needs to be done about that. They weren't trying to get Kudela sent off, so it would be nine Rangers players versus ten Slavia yeah. players, and try and get something out of the out of the game. They were two 0 down, two men down. Um, I think they might have been one 0 down at that point. But anyway, they they just wanted something done. So Zungu doesn't have anything to gain by making this up. Kamara doesn't have anything to gain. Why would he make this up? Yeah. You know, it's got no reason. Yeah. Um, I think was it Eurori that had like a heap of stuff based on you know what well, not based on like stuff that Slavia Prague have done in the past well, yeah, um, I, had, I was back up your point that, that this might not be a might not be just a one-off thing yeah I, I was reading an article by the Sun newspaper now I know a lot of people are not really the Sun it's a bit of a yeah you'll probably discover on the podcast newspaper. that we hate Liverpool Football Club but the one thing we <laughs> do is the Sun newspaper is a gaggle of cunts yeah there are, um, well that, I think that was a quote from uh Somebody quite close to you, wasn't it? Gaggle of cunts. Uh, basically, uh, in 2019 alone, they had three different racial investigations done in their club. Um, they were playing Inter Milan, I guess, in Europe again, and uh, Romelu Lukaku was uh, racially abused, allegedly. Again, obviously, he said that the fans were doing it. Um, obviously, there's more evidence of that with the Glen Kamara thing, where they were pictured all over social media with a a, a banner explain over. That, a yeah, explain that side note. <laughs> yeah, well, basically, there was an ultra. There's Slavia Prague's ultras, which is basically uh, Hunts. extreme fans of a football club who tend to go around fighting each other. Um, <laughs> but basically, there was a social media page for their ultras, and they had a sign that said Glen Kamara just a. N word, as you can imagine, what it is. Obviously, not comfortable saying the the word on on out loud because it's a terrible word. But um, yeah, so you can. There's obviously evidence. Another one, Nelson Semedo, who now plays for Wolves, who used to play for Barcelona. He was subject to monkey chants from the Slavia Prague fans when they were playing Barcelona in the uh, during a game in Prague, and again in 2019. Uh, the big Prague derby against Sparta Prague. They have a man from Gabon, who now, please, if I butcher this name, please, <laughs> please don't believe me. Guelor Kanga, his name is. Uh, they had actually had fans banned from their stadium. They were ordered to close a stand in their stadium uh, due to racist chanting. So three in one year plus a player in two thousand and twenty-one, allegedly and. Not allegedly on social media, there are fans holding disgusting, <laughs> frankly disgusting uh, pictures, well, pictures banners with terrible racist terms. You know, and it's yeah. it's unbelievable to be still making on the football with all of these things. Obviously, in the Premier League recently, mm-hmm. uh, players like Wilfred Zaha have refused to take a knee anymore because they think it's just become a symbol. Um, yeah, it's. Just to kind of sorry, Bruce. Oh, yeah, sorry. I feel like Slavia Prague once again their Twitter antics with their statement as well did not help. Them. Oh, did you see my tweet? <laughs> about it? Oh, yeah. Did you see how fucking angry yeah, yeah. it was? Yeah. The, but their read statement it was. The, yeah, read the it statement was barbaric. Basically, it was. Yes. A part of their statement on the nineteenth of March after the whole allegations was after one of the brutal fouls. Is it Andre? Is it Kudela? Andre Kudela spoke yeah. to one of the Rangers players and told him, "You fucking guy." It was said in emotion. Yeah, I have to deny there was anything <laughs> racist. And in my opinion, oh zing! You yeah. say, like I say, 
when it comes to tactics or certain words, you will hide it, especially as the cameras cannot see uh, yeah. people speaking. After after games, friends of other teams, they hide their thing, their mouths, so you can't yeah, see yeah, yeah, yeah. the general topics as well. Do you be, have the Do you have the the statement up there so you can give them a bit of to give people a bit of a yeah. a, a read of basically, so basically what they blamed it? Yeah. So, so basically, what they've um, said is Slavia res. I can't even read this. Slavia pretty much deny any racist comments made against uh, Glenn Kamara, and it's a yeah. game of crest without colours meaning. So they said the purity of the idea of sports and fair contests where the rival is not our enemy but respects yeah, that, the opponent. So that that's not the, that's not the bit uh, the, the bit where the bit where they justify it by the foul. Read that bit. Out. They basically justify it because their keeper got fouled. Read that bit. Out. I think it's the next paragraph. I literally, oh, okay, yeah. So Slavia yeah. players face an unprecedentedly a malicious play from their opponents. So they accused Rangers of pretty much injuring players on purpose because they knew they were <laughs> out of the fixture at this point. Yeah. Obviously, because it was the 84th minute. So now they've accused Rangers of unfair sportsmanship. And All right, okay. So you can call them a, a fucking monkey yeah. then. Is that, yeah. is, that what, is that how football works? The, yeah. Many, their official statements says many brutal tackles resulted in injuries of our players. Goalkeeper Andrej Kolar was taken to hospital with 10 stitches on his head. So he wasn't taken to hospital. So, they did it on the side of the pitch. Yeah. So the, the chemo roof challenge, obviously, was, it was a, a red card. Yeah, it was a, yeah, a red challenge. But at the end of the day, he's obviously not meant to tackle him. Hurt the keeper, but no, he has. But he has hurt him at the end of the day. Yeah. Like he has, he's obviously. You can clearly see the damage that was done to the keeper. Oh, and the yet, picture it, of it was, seen them. Yeah, it was a red card. But yeah, yeah. to justify that is one of the reasons one of your players is allegedly throwing a racist chance <laughs> at someone is not a. It's not leaving the club in a, a a good position. Let's put it like that. It's it's not a justifiable reason. There's no reason to be justifiable to it. But Slavia Prague, with their statement, I feel like was definitely written within a minute because there's no thought process behind it whatsoever. I don't understand how you can justify. So basically, what's happened is there's been a racist term thrown out at a football player from my team, but it's because, <laughs> but it's because we've been fouled. Okay, great. It's because. It's, uh, the player only said it because his goalkeeper was injured by Kamar Roof like yeah. an hour ago. And that guy was picking on me in the playground, so I've made fun of him. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know if the players have forgot his name's Kimar Roof and not Kamara. I don't know if like there's a mix up between <laughs> names. Or... <laughs> it's a, it's a bit, that's a bit racist in itself. Yeah. Remember when uh, what's his face Clattenburg confused Kieran? <laughs> 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 Dad, oh all the fucking sight of me. That's what's going on there. So, let's see, where do you stand on something like that? Because obviously that's a misjudgment of character. So, obviously, ever, no, I don't think anyone really thought about the topics of Clattenburg being racist, but there was obviously the, the side of it. He's mistake character, say, because potentially they look the same, in the same kit, etc. So, I mean, it's like... They're both, they're both, both players are sort of lighter skinned, and I think it was from a corner or something, wasn't it? It wasn't like they well, were Hazard just. Takes, is this the Kieran Gibbs thing? Uh, yeah, Hazard takes Hazard a shot. takes a shot, and Oxley Chamberlain literally just sticks his hand out. I know this is a very touchy subject, racism, but they are both mixed race, and they are of a similar complexion. So they're both. Clattenburg played a, I don't, is it was it Clattenburg? I can't remember. Uh, I think it, it was. I think yeah, anyway, I think it was. The ref yeah, sends yeah. off the wrong guy. I don't think that guy's a racist. He's just been. He received it was, a, a heap of abuse. Not the fact I think yeah, Arsenal yeah, fans, yeah. like I'll happily put my hand up as an Arsenal fan as well. Like our fan base is not a good fan base. No, you could yeah. be a Slavia Prague fan. <laughs> 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 
But, but uh, I suppose every fan base has <laughs> the the players, the fans. They've always got the fans that are. Everyone's got their ultras, their racist. But they, everyone's got that fan base in them. But I feel like, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I feel like with less, least like the punishments that are getting handed out to teams, <laughs> national teams, even with the whole England and Bulgaria thing. Like it wasn't. It's not like good enough for yeah. teams. Like, I mean, I, you're not conquering anything here. I, I, I can uh, I can certainly attest to football fan and being great as a Rangers fan when yeah we'll we'll get to that, that in a bit. Yeah, the, okay. The like, thing. Uh, so like, uh, yeah, yeah, no, we'll we'll dissect add another bit up from this. Sorry, from this statement which I hadn't even read before because I got to the bit where it spoke about uh, the keeper being injured. Cola, uh, <laughs> and you see the bit at the end. The movement of Slavia players and management was unprecedentedly restricted after the game. The players and staff were protected by the Czech embassy in London and local police. What the fuck? What are you talking about? The Czech embassy for? Just well, allegedly, allegedly, Glenn Kamara assaulted. Yeah, and in my opinion, fucking good, <laughs> good, <laughs> yes, like me. You've racially abused a guy in Glasgow. I mean, there's a picture, the picture from the article, uh, which is absolutely hilarious, is the boy, what's his name, hold on, Cudela, uh, Cudela, yeah. Connor Goldson, who has quite possibly the biggest forehead in the history of the world, his forehead's bigger than Cudela, has gotten by the fucking neck. <laughs> and he's quite obviously quite, like, this is what I said, uh, who was I talking to? Well, no, it was my, my, my friends in a, in, a, in, a, in a chat, and I said, you know, if I'm on a football pitch, and I'm part of a team, you know, like especially like close knit teams, like like professional sports teams. But that's a family to you. And if somebody said something like that to your family, yeah, I'd have punched his hand on the pitch yeah. and taken and taken the fine for it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, like, you're going to take the consequences that are given to you, especially yeah, in a situation absolutely, like absolutely. that. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. I mean, well, we had nothing to lose anyway. We were already out. But yeah. um, I don't know. But, Slavia Prague's excuses are definitely like their statement as well is very poor, but their excuse for the whole. See when stuff like this comes out. And remember, Liverpool did the same thing with Suarez, racially abused Evra, and then said, "Oh, he called him." I think the the term means like my little black friend in Spanish. Uh, There was something recently with uh, that Uruguayan boy whose name's Cavani as well. Apparently, Cavani and Bernardo Silva did the same thing. Like he, well, not the same thing, but he didn't use a term of endearment. He compared Benjamin Mendy to a black. A cartoon character and was banned for like three games. And Bendy said, "Look, it's chill, but you know, I can understand why it looks bad." For a bit yeah. of context, sorry, um, Rory and I both stay in Glasgow. We we we're, we're all we're housemates, and then Bruce is a pal that I know from up when I stayed in Aberdeen. So we we all support like a totally different amount of clubs. Uh, we're not biased to any team. Rory's obviously biased to Rangers, but he was, you know, he he's not like trying to like say I believe Glenn Kamara regardless. We all kind of are in an agreement that Glenn Kamara is not making this up. I'm a Sunderland fan for my sins. Um, <laughs> you dragging me <laughs> into that as well. Yeah, no, no. And then when Rory and I became pals, he was like, "Oh, you're a Sunderland fan." I took him to a Sunderland game, and then somehow by proxy decided to become a Sunderland fan. <laughs> and I, I kind of feel like how my dad must have felt when he gave me my first Sunderland talk, and then watched this get relegated four times in twenty four years. Um, but yeah, so and Bruce is an Arsenal and a Fleetwood fan for his sins. Um, so yeah, yeah, but he keeps the, he keeps. He keeps the Fleetwood bit quiet though. <laughs> it tells you the state of Scottish football that a guy from a very small village in the northeast of Scotland 
Dan picked a Scottish football team as support. I'll back Montrose. I'll back Montrose. They're my favourite team. But even then, we're, we're the League One side. I don't, I don't want to talk about the time that they put Rangers out of the cup. Oh. <laughs> they actually... Yeah. yeah, they did. Uh, when, Rangers got, when Rangers got relegated in the third division, we got put in the um, cup. Aye, so there's no, there's no bias, but because Rory and I stay in Glasgow, we speak to a lot of Celtic fans, and a few Celtic fans at my work are speaking to one of them and said that he said, like, he's a, you know, he's a diehard Celtic fan, but there wasn't any bias. It's like, oh, well, blah, blah, blah. He said, like, if this Cadella guy's been um, found guilty, which he obviously is, uh, then he should be banned from football for life. And I just wanted to talk to you guys about what you think should happen with us. Um, uh, well, uh, just on a quick note while you brought up Celtic, it was actually very good to see a guy that I can't fucking stand in Scott Brown actually going to Kamara before the the old firm, which I don't know if you guys know what that is. Oh, or that I mean, for all the people out there that want to say, the Glasgow Derby because Ranger died, you can all fuck off. Um, basically... Somebody touch a nerve. <laughs> yeah. No, I just I can't be bothered with all that. I can't be bothered with all that patter. It's fucking rubbish. But basically, uh, uh, Scott Brown, who's Celtic's captain, I believe at the time, has gone up to Glenn Kamara, who is the a player for the probably one of the biggest derbies in the world, and shown support and solidarity against this racist. I think it was really good. On your question, um, I don't want to do what the other side of Glasgow did and complain to the complain to the governing boards and get put back into Europe because Rangers weren't good enough to get through. But I believe Slavia Prague pulled. Arsenal, your team, Bruce, in the next round, is that right? They did indeed. I think they should just be given a pass. Slavia Prague should be put out and Arsenal should be put through into the next round just by... I mean, I wouldn't complain about that. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> this would be exactly the type of game for Arsenal to fuck up as well. Yeah, like this, this is what I can see happening. Like, Slavia Prague will not only put out Leicester, put out Rangers, but they'll most likely put out Arsenal because we are most likely going to shite back the... the yeah. <laughs> so... I just think... Yeah, what? Not it would affect them. Like that's the that's into the quarterfinals. That's a huge amount of money that they would lose by not being allowed to compete in it. I think that that's something that should be the very start of it. Like you're just not, you're just not taking part in the next round. You're banned from taking part in the competition for. I don't, I'm not going to say life, but certainly for five years. Your club's, yeah, not, yeah. Your club's not allowed to take in part for five years, See, and your and your player should be should be retired. Yeah, that's See, it. the way I see it is that the the. The way I'd want them to be punished has kind of changed the more the situation has developed. So see, when it first happened, I was like, right, this guy should be banned from football for life because they did. Suarez got an eight-game ban and like Bernardo Silva got a three-game ban and other. Just ban the guy for life. Like if I was to racially abuse someone at work, whether it was a colleague or a like a customer, I work in a supermarket. So if I was to racially abuse someone, I wouldn't be allowed to work for that shop again. I'd probably get a criminal record, and that would be on my, you know, that yeah. would be a, a blemish for any job I applied for in the future. So why do footballers get this kind of this special treatment, but as the situation's kind of developed, I don't think I think it'd be right to ban the player outright. But the way that Slavia Prague have kind of conducted themselves, fuck them, kick them out of the tournament, or let them play Arsenal, and regardless of the result, Arsenal go through anyway. Make them fly all the way over to London. Make them pay for flights and hotels, and then still not get through, even if they beat Arsenal in the second round. Fuck them. Cause them financial, you know, I distress do. probably isn't the right word. Fuck them. I do but as the situation's with... developed, it's like, sorry, it's become like it's become more of like a, well, fuck them. They've come out with this statement where they've basically said, oh, well, you know, we didn't racially abuse them. And you know what? Even if we did, you know, we got kicked in the face. Of, it's, uh, like, yeah. uh, it's like, well, they haven't directly said that, but by putting the same thing in the same in the same article, in the same statement, you're trying to kind of conflate the two. You're yeah. saying Andres Cadell is the team's captain. He's a decent, modest person. He categorically denies him a future. And then we are shocked, blah, 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 under the patronage, blah, blah, blah. And then said, we were, 
kicked to bits by Rangers the, the entire game. It's like, that doesn't, doesn't even matter. Fuck you guys. You are getting fucking banned. And uh, Andres Cadilla should never kick a football professionally again. Yeah, exactly. They could have, exactly. Yeah, yeah, they could have been strong as well. They could have just come out, like, not respect, I suppose, is not the right word, but certainly more, I suppose I'm just going to use the word respect, more respect for them if they just come out and said, this has happened and we're really sorry about it and he's going to be punished. And that's the it. The thing is, they start the statement actually quite well. They see yeah, it's a firm, com- it's firm commitment to fight racism, xenophobia, and all forms of hatred is one of the pillars of Slavia's football policy, even though it's not. Because even even though it's quite clearly not evidentially in the last no, no, four no. years. The thing is, those those instances with Semedo, Lukaku, and the Gabonese boy, who I don't I, I don't want to butcher his surname, but. They were all they were all instances perpetrated by the fans. Now, as we've said, fans can be cunts regardless of a football club you support. I've heard, you know, Arsenal fans at Sunderland games, you know, I'm sure you've heard Arsenal fan Arsenal fans <laughs> at Rangers games, you know. Um but you know, <laughs> you're more likely to like the difference with all the other football teams is that the Arsenal fans for your teams are likely to be a minority. Whereas I can't say that for my football club, unfortunately. Uh oh. <laughs> But yeah, they start the statement pretty well, like in terms of, you know, racism is, you know, a thing that we don't condone. And then it's people, we are a club where we're, we all enjoy fair chance regardless of their race, blah, blah, blah. And then it just starts talking about our keeper was injured and Cadell is a nice guy. It's like, you know, just say we disagree with racism and we're going to let the proper bodies, which is now the Scottish police, UEFA, and is that it? Is that it? Or do you know what I It's an interesting fact and I don't know what the thing is. I meant to actually look this up. What, do the Scottish police actually have any power to do anything about it because he's a foreign no national? I, I don't think complaint. it's actually. Yeah, as I say, I think it comes to criminal complaints and that and uh, what's it called? Like not harassment. What's it called? Like it's a. It'd be a thing more against the actual club itself. I think. I think it's more UEFA that have to actually deal with the, the problem because it's in their it's their tournament. Very well. I mean, with racism being a very very prominent issue in most recent times UEFA need to do something quite extreme yeah. they, need to, they, need to, they need to put a stand on it right now, yeah. obviously if this had, with things like Suarez and all that not that I'm saying that, that this is any sort of justification for the matter but when all those things were happening 5, 6, 7 years ago racism wasn't particularly a, a huge Issue, which it should have been, yeah. which it should have been, exactly. but yeah. it, it wasn't taken as seriously. And then, yeah, obviously, right. in the lot of the last sort of eighteen months, it's become a huge, huge issue. What, what's happened here is that, uh, in regards to the criminal complaint, someone made a criminal complaint to Glasgow Police. I imagine it was Glen Camara or Rangers Football Club on behalf of Glen Camara. Mm-hmm. And I know that there was a statement published by who's his face. Uh, I think it was his lawyer. I think it was Glen Am- Amar Anwar, who is like a really well-respected lawyer in Glasgow and Scotland. He was the rector of Glasgow University. He published a statement detailing basically everything that happened. So the complaint was sent to the Czech embassy and directly to the address provided by the embassy as a contact for the investigation of the events. So basically, what happens is Slavia General Secretary Martin Riha is in direct contact with local police representative dealing with Scottish football clubs, which is Superintendent Emma Croft, who will be... Apparently there's going to be a teleconference between the Scottish police and Slavia lawyers. Um, um, well, that all sounds serious, and it sounds like it's probably going yeah. in the right direction. And which, I, I, mentioned, I, I, it yeah. mentions a law firm being hired in Scotland to deal with it, which yeah. I imagine is Amar Anwar's uh, solicitors. I don't know if that's Glenn Kamara's lawyer, though, because I, I didn't... I, I it is, it's the state, it's a, if you go to his Twitter, it's, it's his... It says at the top of the page, Amar Anwar solicitor. 
Um, no, no, but I don't know if it's Glenn Kamara's personal lawyer. Oh, I, I, maybe, maybe. I yeah. think it. I, think I know that he had contacted his lawyer. I know that Glenn Kamara's personal lawyer has been taking something to do with it. So, yeah. um, if, if that only happens if criminal proceedings proceedings are in place or are going to take place. So that seems to me like it's possibly. I think a very in terms good of thing. punishment, I think you've got to do everything case by case. Um, I think punishment here in this situation because how Ooh. big it is. I think now because like. It's not their first offence, like I say, Slavic Like it's, I, I'm never, say, I'm not saying anything's different coming to racism. Racism is bad, especially at this limelight. But I think a team like Slavia Prague, because of their background and history, if you're not going to show this whole thing with racism, the red card. So, like I say, if you're not going to kick them out of tournaments and make them lose financial parts, like I say, if they get beat Arsenal, they're in the semi-finals. You mean is this? Is, I know it's behind closed doors. You don't, exactly, you don't want a club like that that far in the competition, do you? You don't want a club that rights here. Like they could get to the final and beat a. Uh, an Ajax, a Man United on the other side of the pool, like the, the yeah. quarterfinal drop. It's, you know how disgusting of... that would be. That a team that, like a team like Ajax with their youngsters, even United with the financial backing, like Villarreal, as much as I hate it, behind Emery, Emery, yeah. like, yeah. like, yeah. like, like Zagreb with their special thing they did at Spurs. You know what I mean? Coming back, like there's teams in there that deserve that. Like and that funny fight. that you bring up, uh, funny that you bring up Man United and Mar- with Marcus Rashford, who who is again another player who was subject to fucking terrible racist abuse because he wanted to feed children. Do you know? Yeah, do you know what's the terrible thing is that Marcus Rashford isn't the only football. It's it's actually quite worrying the amount of you know. The, well, what we were saying just before we were saying we wanted to get some articles up while we were doing the podcast, and you know, I went, I just typed racism in football, and now Sky News has an entire section on their website dedicated to racism in football, and that shouldn't be the fucking case at all. Like, racism, it's like the fact that there's, I'm, I'm scrolling through, there are dozens, dozens of articles about it, and they're all, like, from within, like, the last year. Like, it's, uh, maybe not, maybe the last couple of years, there was the Moise Keane thing where he was racially abused by, I think it was Calgary fans, and then was told by his teammate he brought it on himself because he celebrated in front of them, which is mind-boggling. But th- I think in terms of punishment, it, like I said, case by case, this Slavia Prague are a horrible football club. I mean, there's no fans in the stadium right now, and their fans still found a way to be fucking racist towards the guy <laughs> by posting a pic. They did, well, they did. It's, they posted a picture on Instagram saying Kamara is just an N-word. But, like, For me, that's a lack of power. Like Someone's... That's like... Because they're not in stadium to actually do it, I feel like they went out of their way and went, you know what, what can we do to get the limelight kind of back onto us as ultras? Oh, we're this, we're this big ultra, like, yeah, don't mess with us. And I feel like they've done everything they possibly can to try and bring it away from the situation and bring it to them. And oh, I think like, that's it's... not the way to be going around that either. Like, there's, a big, a there's a big fucking group of them wearing their big black jackets and their hoods and their balaclavas and their flares and there's like, yeah, stand in a big group and look fucking tough, big man, but I guarantee it, but by themselves, they're a they're fucking wee fucking children. They'd get their cunts kicked in. They're horrible little fucking rat bastards. And my, I don't think that I don't. I think in this situation, to get back to James's question, I don't think that there's any. I don't think there. I don't. I don't think that there's any punishment too small for them. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think. Large, do you mean? Do you mean too large? Like so, like you could ban them from football yeah. for the rest of the season. Yeah, I, too large. Team. Sorry, yeah, you're correct. That's what. You're, yeah, I don't think. Yeah. I don't think. I don't think that there's anything that could happen to Slabia Prague. I, up until like dissolving them as a football club, because that's that's a, that that would be that's a putting a lot of people redundant. Who, yeah, but, you know, but up, up until you know, like I don't think I don't think that there are any let's let's call it financial restrictions, yeah. financial restrictions on them that, that I would think like that's too much. I don't, no, I don't, no, no, I don't think financial. Me and Bruce were talking about this while you were uh, you were like getting ready. Um, 
we were talking about financial fair play and how you know the clubs that breach financial fair play are always your Man Cities and PSG uh-huh. can always afford the fine. I think financial fines are bullshit. What you want and what will make people learn is that if you if you do stuff like this, you will get you Cadella should be banned from playing football ever again. You should have Slavia Prague should be kicked out of Europa League. I don't know if we should interfere with the Czech League because nobody gives a fuck about the Czech League, not even people in the <laughs> Czech Republic. But like you know, kick them out of Europa League. Kick them out of Europa League and say no matter where you finish in the league this season, you're not qualifying. You're not getting to play in Europa League or Champions League next season. This is how seriously we should be taking it. Kick them out. And it's not a case of like, you know, you don't want to hold one player responsible for, you know, an entire football club. Like, I don't think Man City should be banned from football and competitions because Bernardo Silva made a light-hearted joking comment to one of his pals who was cool with it. You know, that's why we take it case by case. But Slavia probably seemed like a proper shithole club. They've yeah. got racist players. They've got racist fans who managed to abuse... Uh, three different players in the same year. They've got fans putting p- p- pictures on Instagram that they're proud of, of Glenn Kamara, you know, abusing him. They're obviously a horrible, scummy club and I, nobody would miss them. The only people that would miss them would be the fans. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, fuck them. You know, it's... At the end, it, yeah, that's, at the end of the day, it's not a good thing on the actual, like, check, like, maybe league, because I think there's maybe teams, like, there's no saying Slavia Prague will win that league every season. But because people now get this, they might have never heard of Slavia Prague because it's a Europa League. They might be like, "Oh, it's just another one of these random teams." So they're watching. I think they are the like, best. I think, I think they are the best in in, yeah. in the Czech league. Though. But then it comes from situations like that. They will watch potentially that league for once. You'd be like, "Oh, Slavia Prague's third. Then there might there might be that representation of, "Oh, are all Czech games like this? Are the derbies like this? Are all fans like this?" Like, there's actually a horrible thing about it. I've got a funny story just to round off the part on Slavia Prague, and we'll probably move on to the the, the bit on the Premier League. Um, a guy from work, a friend of mine who I met when I started working in the in the supermarket through the pandemic, he went to Prague on a stag do a couple of months before I did, um, and he was saying that they decided that part of their their thing would be to go to the Prague Derby, so they managed to somehow some guys from Scotland managed to grab themselves some tickets to go and see the the Prague Derby. And he said it was mental. There was flares from like the thirty second, like from thirty seconds in, there was flares. There was bottles getting launched at each other and all that. And he said he turned, and he said, basically what it was is they somehow had arranged it that the Sparta fans or whoever was at home, just call it Sparta Prague fans, were above the Slavia Prague fans. And he said he looked up onto the balcony and there was a guy taking a piss over the balcony onto the heads of the guys down below from the opposite side. He was pushing all over their heads and that. Oh, no. Yeah, so... That's just what we're dealing with. Yeah, Yeah, a wee light amusing story around off that, but... um... During that discussion, we went and we talked about uh, the Premier League and I think that... you You know people are getting fed up with... Uh, punishments not getting handed out or action getting taken against these racists when things that were designed to be awareness raising for the sort of racism and black lives matter whether you agree with that their politics or not but let's be honest they do and people racism need dealt with um that they're taking a knee before the games uh i think you Alfred Zaha was the first one to refuse him and he was asked on it, he said, well, it's become a symbol rather than... Not a symbol is not the word he used, but it's become... It's a degraded gesture. No, not yeah, degrading, no. No, no, that's what, no, that's what he said. No, that's what he said. He said yeah. degrading gesture. He said... Oh, did he? Okay, well, it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's now no longer a symbol of it's just becoming something that we've done and he wants yeah. more solidarity. And I think, 
And I think they've banned it now. No, they've not banned it, but I think almost all of the clubs have said, no, you're right, and we're going to stop doing it, and we're going to actually make some... Because I don't know. I've not seen anything about that. In um, Scotland, it was big. That. Teams like Somewhere Dutch United were yeah. definitely taking... Not a single player in their team took the knee. And I think, like I say, it's the whole point of, as Wil- in Wilfred Zaha's words, stand tall in the fight. Yeah, I said, yeah, well, I mean, I said for a long time, and um, certainly with James and other people at work and things, and people were seeing the thing that was a bit of a controversial opinion. I've said for a long time that taking the knee needs to stop for this exact reason. It's now It, it became some, just something that was done. It, the first sort of... The first sort of like a couple of months of it, yeah, I was absolutely behind it. You know, racism needs kicked out, and this is a, this is the players showing. You know, we're we're, we're not we're standing up, no, not standing up. Because obviously they were taking the knee, but you know they were showing a sign of fighting against it, and then it just became something that they were doing. And I think that now, now, now that the whole world, because football, I think, is possibly the most watched sport around the world. You know. It's not like people don't know what's going on. So now's the time to do that. What we need to make clear is is that like we are three white guys. So you know we have a very we don't have the experience (laughs) of racism. The guys have, and we're not going to be just sat. I mean, like if Wilfred Zaha decides to take the knee or decides to not take the knee, we're not going to sat here just be sat here like raging and like trying to infringe on his right to do whatever the fuck he wants in regards to his own race. For example, no, if he wants, to, if he wants, to, if he wants to take a knee, I'm not going to go out and start fucking punching fuck, folk and like defending statues and shit like that. You know, what I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? like, I'm just, like if, if 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 a black player wants to take the knee because he's feels like he's taking a stand, fair enough. If Wilfred Zaha feels like it's just become a symbol, and we need to be doing more in terms of you know education and actually fighting it at the source and things like that, then then fair enough. I do agree, though. I do think that it's when it was first, like, with, the, with obviously it kicked off with George Floyd, and then players started coming out saying, you know, look, I've had this, and now it's become, is it awfully? It's like it's terrible, but players are now putting on their Instagram stories, you know, guys just DMing them, you know, yeah, calling it every every racist, that, like, yeah, the most important Zaha. Yeah. Rashford. Rashford's the uh, one that's been in the news most recently after obviously he challenged the government and said, you know what's happening with all these poor kids that are not getting meals and stuff. And I think that, I think it was you, James, that had said, certainly to me, that he had received some quite substantial racist abuse on the back of it. Okay. Um, I, I don't know why you'd racially abuse a guy to begin with, but to, to draw I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, but to take that hot take when he's trying to get people fucking free meals, you know, what we showed this, this black guy's managed to get kid, 2 million kids uh, meals over the summer holidays and things like that and that's a bad thing you're going to racially the abuse that guy as well like the government yeah, actually disagreed with it initially until they uh, had to change the vote for it like it yeah. wasn't it wasn't in agreed terms at all and then I mean, obviously Rashford had gone to the government and presented his idea and obviously then it got overruled yeah obviously but that's because the government's run by fucking millionaires and they don't exactly. give a shit about poor people I mean I don't want to get into the politics debate. That can be one for another for, for another podcast. But thanks for listening to this episode of What You Saying. If you enjoyed, a like and a share would be much appreciated. If you have any comments on the topics discussed or any suggestions for future discussions to get our hot take on, find us on social media at What You W H I T underscore Y E on Twitter or What You Saying podcast on Facebook and leave us a comment. If you want to listen to our podcast, you can easily find us on Spotify and Apple Music.